Transforming from a pear shape to a V shape. Is it possible and more importantly, can you do it? The answer is yes. Even if you don't have great genetics, you can follow this two-step guide and transform your body. If you have some belly fat and some love handles and you feel like your body looks more like a pear rather than a V, you'll find this video very useful. I'm giving you guys everything you need to know. So there's gonna be a lot of information so you may wanna take some notes. What's the difference between a pear and a V? Let's start there. The pear shape will typically have excess fat around the midsection and not much muscle mass around the upper body, especially around the lats and the shoulders. The V shape is the reverse of that. There's a lot more mass in the upper body around the shoulders and around the lats and a lot less mass around the midsection, creating an upside down triangle or a V shape. So step one from going from a pear shape to a V shape is not to burn the belly fat. It's also not to burn the love handles. It's actually not focusing on burning fat at all. The first step is to focus on building muscle in the lats and the lateral head and the back head of your shoulders. And then our secondary focus should be to build up the chest and the upper back. Why are we focusing on building muscle first? Well, because most people that have a pear shape usually lack muscle mass in their upper body. And by building up that muscle first, the muscle is gonna help you burn the fat later on much faster. Now you can't convert fat to muscle, that's an old myth. So it's not like you're gonna be taking your belly fat and turning it into muscle for your shoulders and your lats. But fat can be broken down and used for fuel rather than breaking down your muscles and using them for fuel. This is one of the reasons why it's very well known that people that are heavier have an easier time putting on muscle than skinny guys. To create and maintain muscle mass, you need a lot of energy, and if you're carrying a lot of fat around your midsection, that fat is your pouch of your body's energy reserves. So when you're trying to build these muscles, as far as diet goes, I wouldn't even worry too much about eating a calorie surplus. Just eat real healthy foods, natural sources of carbs, proteins, and fats to your fill. Avoid junk food and processed foods, but don't limit macros. Also, don't overeat by forcing yourself to finish whatever's in your plate. Instead, always allow yourself to finish it later when you're hungry again. At the same time, don't worry about limiting your calories. Even if you gain some fat while building the width, you'll get rid of all that fat at a later step. One of the most important muscles for you to work on to widen out is gonna be your lats. You won't see somebody that's really wide without some really good development in the lats. To develop these lats, the best exercises are wide grip pull-ups, wide grip lat pull-downs, neutral grip and regular, deadlifts, and dumbbell and barbell pullovers. Let's go over each one of these one by one. With pull-ups, if you can't do a regular pull-up, not only are there assisted pull-up machines in most gyms, but you can also just buy resistance bands that you could wrap around any pull-up bar to help you do a pull-up. If you do decide to do an assisted pull-up, whether it's with a resistance band or with a weight stack, just make sure that you make those pull-ups as challenging as possible. Aim to clear your chin over the bar for your first couple reps, and then you should barely be able to pull your nose over the bar by the 10th rep. If you're flying up and down doing your 10 reps, you have to reduce the amount of assistance that you're getting out of the exercise. Either drop the weight or go to a lighter resistance band. Over time, you wanna drop the assisted weight to nothing so you can do pull-ups with just your body weight. When you're performing the pull-up, make sure that you're pulling with your elbows, not your hands, and try to flare your elbows out. Once you start doing 10 reps with your body weight, then you wanna start adding on weight on the dip belt. The point is, progress the weight load that you're using even with pull-ups. 
Heavier weight will help widen you out faster. The same idea applies to wide grip lat pulldowns. I don't care if you start pulling down just the 10 pounds. The point is increase the weight that you're using as often as you can while maintaining good form and staying within six to 10 reps. Make sure when you're doing the lat pull down, you're flaring your elbows out and pulling with your elbows and squeezing your back, just like with the pull-ups. With pullovers, the best way is to lay perpendicular to the bench and then pull over your head with a dumbbell or a barbell. I prefer the dumbbell. Also, as you bring the dumbbell over your head and you bring it towards the ground, make sure you take a deep breath in and every time you come up, exhale. When you come up, you wanna stop before the dumbbell is eye level because when you bring the dumbbell past your head, the tension transfers from your lats over to your chest and your triceps. Now besides the lats, another really important muscle to widen out the back are the sides of the shoulders. Why the back of the shoulder? Well, it may surprise you to find out that the back of the shoulder is more responsible for an illusion of width than even the side of the shoulder. You will be working your entire back, including your lats and the back of the shoulders with deadlifts, as long as you choose a heavy weight. Deadlifts are primarily used for the hamstrings and the glutes, but they are really effective at building mass in your back when you use a heavy weight load. Other great exercises for shoulders are lateral raises, lateral raises with your elbows bent, face pulls, bent over reverse dumbbell flies, and reverse flies using cables. Whenever you're doing lateral raises and reverse flies, whether you're using cables or dumbbells, you wanna try to keep your elbows slightly above your hands when raising. That's gonna put all the pressure and tension on your shoulders. With face pulls, keep your elbows really high and squeeze your back as you bring the rope to your face. Now you also wanna make sure that you work your chest and your back and your legs of course, but your lats and your shoulders are gonna be the most responsible for that width. After working these exercises into your routine for about three to four heavy sets per exercise with six to 10 reps twice a week for anywhere from six to 12 weeks, you should start to notice more mass in your upper body. At this point, I recommend that you move on to step two, which will be to burn the fat that you've put on and any fat that you had before in your midsection and your love handles. Unfortunately, there's no way to target fat burn. You can't pick a part of your body that you wanna burn the fat from. There's no way to target an exercise. The only way to burn fat is to burn fat as one unit from your whole body evenly. The good news is that now that you have some muscle mass, you're gonna be able to burn the fat off your whole body a lot easier than before. I recommend you cut for a minimum of four to six weeks, depending on how much fat you have to lose. There are two things that you have to concentrate on to burn your belly fat. Number one is keeping insulin levels low. And number two is maintaining a calorie deficit. So in the second step, you wanna focus on counting your macros or planning similar meals every day so you can estimate your macros without counting them. But the point is, you wanna be in a phase where it's gonna be a lot more regimented diet-wise. There is no one right way to burn fat. You have a lot of different options available to you, including keto, intermittent fasting, and even higher carb diets can all work for fat loss. The main thing, once again, is to tilt the energy balance in favor of a calorie deficit and to keep insulin levels low. Once you finish these four to six weeks, I want you to go back to concentrating on building up your upper body. Once again, eating your fill with real natural foods. And you could cycle as many times between step one and step two until you have that V-shape that you're looking for. Now I know that these fixes aren't magical and they're not they're not just gonna magically happen, they're actually gonna take time and effort, but this is a bulletproof step one, step two solution that will work for anybody that's willing to put in the time and the effort. This is how you sculpt your body from a pear to a V. 
The effort and the time required should serve as proof to you that it works because most people don't have that V-shape because they're not willing to consistently cycle between those two steps to change their body shape. Again, put in the work, be consistent, and you, I'm talking to you, you can change your body shape. That's it guys, I really hope this video has helped you out. I'll include some links for videos in the description for some free fat loss meal plan videos that I made before to get more info and more in depth into how to set up your cut. If you enjoyed this video, subscribe to this channel and visit my website gravitytransformation.com where you can get a lot more than just another workout and diet plan. I'll see you guys soon. Pump it.